Okay, so welcome to the uh, second episode of Podcast with Craning. Today's podcast is about comic books, um, about Ninja Turtles, about uh, stuff that we grew up with in our lives that was, you know, um, different than everyday lives, like basically comic books and stuff. And, you know, and how that comic books over time have turned into movies, have turned into, you know, they've turned into things, but have they became audiobooks? And I don't know if they ever have or if they will, but I think you could actually make a comic book an audiobook or make it a live action uh, TV show as a cartoon. And I think that would be really cool. Um, I think that would be really cool if they did that. And I think it would be, you know, different. Um, Because they've turned a lot of comic books into TV shows and made them, you know, cartoons or comic or, or, yeah, or cartoons. And they've made them into really, really nice shows. And the Ninja Turtles have been around... You know, the Ninja Turtles have been around for a long time. I mean, they've, they've been a movie, they've been cartoons, and they're still going. They're still going now with the rise of the Ninja Turtles. So, or I think that's what it's called, but Nickelodeon has them as um, the rise of the Ninja Turtles. And I mean, back in 1985, you know, when there wasn't really anything on TV, and then all of a sudden... The Ninja Turtles blew up, and then they had the movie come out, the first movie come out in in 1990 or 19, you know, I think it was 1990 or 1986 or whatever. But I've been a fan ever since then, and I've, I've enjoyed the comics. And, you know, one of the things about comic books that this is what I really don't understand is with comic books, why do they have different comic book companies like DC and... Marvel and Todd McFarlane's uh, Todd McFarlane's uh, comic book and Dark Horse and and Top Cow and and stuff like that. So why do they have these different comic book companies when they all produce the same great you know the same great thing? They produce a book, a magazine for us to read that has great pictures, great fight scenes, you know, great characters that are all thought up in the same kind of way and used to promote a story. And I think that is epic. I think that is very, very epic. And I think that anybody who's, you know, who who comes up with a comic book or who comes up with a, who draws, who draws a character in different screenshots and then puts words to that character and makes it a fight scene and then they turn that into a movie or they turn it in, or they turn it into a live action movie a live action cartoon i think when they do that kind of stuff it becomes life for a character and there are people like my friend donnie um donnie dojo who has his comic dojo which is just a great comic book store that i've heard so much about or that i've seen you know and he goes to comic con and he goes to all these different comic book conventions and I love comic books because they promote a story now there could be comic books that are erotic there could be comic books that are you know live that are just fight scene after fight scene after fight scene 
They could be bloody, gory. They could be cool. They could be, you know, live action. Or, I mean, they could be action so much that they're intense to the intensity and everything else. And they're so great of a show that, you know, it happens. So I say this as a fan of comics. I don't understand why there's different comic book companies. Maybe it's just like, maybe it's like car companies, you know, they have to battle for something. But when it comes to Comic-Con, they all come together. So they all come together at Comic-Con and they, you know, they all come together at Comic-Con and they all get to sell their stuff. Now, like Kevin Smith, you know, and uh, and Jay Muse, they opened a comic book store in in um, in New Jersey um, called the it's called the Stash, and um, Jay and Silent Bob Stash, and it's a it's a great comic book store. And I used to watch a show on TV called Comic Book Men, and they would talk about they would talk about you know comics, and a lot of people and a lot of people have understand. Um, that comics have been around for long, long, long time. Um, I just want to point that uh, Stan Lee, I, I give my respects and I miss you. Um, just want to say that you thank you for everything that you've ever done. Um, and you are greatly missed in the comic book world. But, um, you know, your work will go on and go on and go on and go on. Um, but I have... I have come into a snafu in my life where I I have a character that I wanted to make into a... Well, actually, I have two characters that I've wanted to make into comic books. But I can't draw where the crap. And I can't, I can't write stories because I can't sit down long enough and write something with my hand and write something and get... And I get writer's block... And or I get or I get tired of sitting down on my ass. So basically, what I like to do is I like to speak my comics. I like to make them audiobooks, or I like to do them in a podcast, like I'm doing for you guys here. So I like to take the comic books or these dreams that I have and turn them into stories. And that's how I'm going to do all my stories. I'm going to do them in podcasts. So the thing is, is that. I'm going to do them in podcasts or I'm going to do them in recorded in recorded um, sound recorded things and then I'm going to post them up on my podcast page and stuff like that and I hope people do listen to them I hope people do follow them but that'll be for a different time right now the topic at hand here is about comic books so there is comic cons in galaxy in galaxy con which are comic cons all over the world which are big huge comic book conventions and everybody goes to these comic cons and everybody dresses up and I like it when people do the cosplay or yeah when they do the the cosplay or they dress up as their character or they make their own characters now see I have two characters that I want to turn into a comic book and I have so many backstories for them there's Jackson Mist the Berserker who's a Viking from the 600s who is basically, he's just, you know, a normal everyday uh, kid that was born. Well, he was actually brought down from, you know, from the heavens and was given superpowers. And he has a whole big, huge story. 
And then there's Rebel J the Berserker Bear, which is, Rebel J is basically a bear that was given powers from his master, Jaximus the Berserker. Um, you know, when he was a young bear and he was given, he was given powers and he has a whole backstory as well. But see, I like making these stories. I like, you know, making these stories and I have all these different stories and different characters and they all have backstories. Um, so, like I said, comic books have been around for a long time. I mean, they've been around since the 60s. I think 60s or even 50s they've been around. And there's been comic books and people have followed these comic books, especially guys and kids, you know, when they were in boys. Because girls, you know, they actually, back in the day, they used to play with dolls and stuff. And the thing is, is now if it wasn't for dolls, we wouldn't have action figures, right guys? So the thing is, is that, see, comic books have evolved. They've evolved from actual pages of a magazine to live screen. And, but what they've never done, I've never seen, is I've never seen an audio comic. I've never seen an audio comic, and I've never seen somebody actually sit there and narrate a comic and, you know, make people understand it. So, like, if people are blind, they can listen to the comic through the tapes. I think that would be really cool. And I would sit down and I would read the comic so that people could understand what's happening in the comic and so that people can understand it. So a whole following could understand. So blind people can understand comics. Now, deaf people, they, I think they have Braille comics. I think they do. I, I mean, they should. I mean, they should have people have a chance to be able to look at a comic book and go from there. And if they don't, they should make it so that it works. And I think that, you know, people are missing out on... I think people are missing out on, um, I think people are missing out on comic books because they're not, they're not, um, around like they used to be. But if comic books can get a following again like they used to be and, and, and take off again, the whole world would understand. But I don't know. I've never, I haven't really sat down and looked at comic book sales so I really don't know if comic book sales have dropped. But you know, when I go into a comic book store and everything, if I ever did, I mean, there's a type of comic books that I would go for. I mean, I would go for like The Hulk, The Avengers, Thor, Spider-Man, Batman, you know. I mean, I like DC. Yeah, I like DC comics. I also like Marvel comics, but I don't know why the heck they can't just be categorized as comics. You know, they have to have two different, you know, companies or even three different companies. I mean, Todd McFarlane, you created Spawn and you gave us you gave us a great group of characters from Spawn. And I love and I love Spawn. I'll tell you right now, Spawn is one of the most coolest characters in the world. Al Simmons started off as just a normal everyday guy, turned around and became Spawn. And I was like wow you know epic you know like knocked it out of the park i mean it was just a it was just a really good um really good thing and i'm really glad that i got to see spawn so 
But back in the day, I mean, my friends and I, we would read comic books and we would look at comic books and we would go through all these comic books and everybody used to always say to me, Jack, well, you like hentai or you like, or you like anime, you know? And I was always like, no, that's not the first thing that I want to go to is I don't want to go to cartoon, cartoon porn or, you know, or comic books that are, you know, bad or that are, you know, that are adult. But they have to have them, you know, they have to have them because some people are out there who follow that, that stuff. I mean, some people like that kind of stuff. I mean, there's people out there that read that kind of stuff and comic books, you know, are always like that. I mean, comic books are interesting to some people because it's a form of reading. It's a form of reading that is different because it's not like your, you know, New York Times or your, or your New Yorker or Playboy or your, or your Penthouse or your Hustler magazine or your Hot Rod magazine or anything like that. They all have their own style of what they are for, and they're for reading. Some people look at comic books and they you know they they play the story in their mind they they play the story in their mind I mean even back in the day Tom Hanks made a movie called Big and he loved comic books and the comic books they made it so that you can choose where you you know where the character goes in the comic by putting a different book by putting a different cartridge into a different page and I thought that was pretty epic, but I mean, that was back in the day when I was a kid, and I mean, you know, toys are still amazing. I mean, like, action figures are still amazing. I mean, you could you could buy a certain action figure, and you could, like, keep it in the box and have it collect dust, or you could be a collector, and you could keep it in the box, and it could grow over time. I mean, I still have my Ninja Turtles from back in the day when I was a kid. I have the original four. I have Leo, Donnie, Michael, Michelangelo, and Raph. But Raphael has always been my favorite because Raphael is has been me. I always, you know, I always thought that Raphael and I were supposed to be like we were the same character. Because when I was back in the day when I was a kid, yeah, I always wanted to be the life of the party like Michelangelo. But underneath all of it, I was always trying to battle something on my own. I was always trying to fight an evil by myself. And that's what Raphael does. And if you can't understand that from the Ninja Turtle movies, then you really shouldn't be a fan. But the thing is, is that Raphael did all this stuff by himself. But he also helped, you know, he also helped out his brothers. So all the Ninja Turtle movies, even the new ones that Michael Bay did, I mean, you gotta love Michael Bay. He's the one that, you know, is is credited for all of his movies because they're awesome. They're badass. They're great movies. Michael Bay, you know, he can do movies in his sleep. That's how good he is. And I give him props for bringing the Transformers back and for bringing the Ninja Turtles. Um, but comic books nowadays are going through a are going through a turn. And what it is is now they're coming back. I think even stronger because people are realizing that they can do so much with comic books by turning them into movies. Because if you take a comic book and you read through it and you follow the series, like if you follow the Joker, if you follow Batman, if you follow Superman, if you follow 
all those main characters, even Aquaman, for God's sakes. Aquaman, when they remade the movie, I mean, I don't know if it followed the comic book because I've never really read Aquaman, but it looked live action and it looked great. So, yeah, it looked great. And Jason Momoa, you played a hell of an Aquaman, so I give you total props on that. Um, but anyway, but the thing is, is that comic books, comic books have always, when they turned them into movies, everybody is so hyped about it because they want to see, you know, the person who plays the main character, they want to see if he's just like the one, if he's just like the Joker or if he's just like Batman. Because, I mean, there's people debating this day that Michael Keaton is still the best Batman. But they're also saying that, you know, um, Jack Nicholson is the best Joker. But, I mean, who who to really say? I mean, I say that Hugh Jackman played the best Logan or best Wolverine. I mean, because he played that character so well, he got into it. Maybe, you know, that's how it is. I mean... That's how when the guy who played Freddy Krueger, I can't remember his name, I'm sorry, I probably, you know, don't know it really bad, but, I mean, he played Freddy Krueger so well that he became that character, and it messed up his life. But the thing is, is that once you play a character, it, to get people to understand, to get people to understand that you're all about that character, you have to get into that character. You have to be into it. That's why when Topher Grayson played when Topher Grayson um, played, I think his name's Topher Grayson, but when he played Venom yeah, when he played Venom, he was like Venom but see, the thing is, is that we have Hardy. Tim Hardy, I think his name is. is Tim Hardy, I think his name is. I probably said it wrong. Please don't kill me. I'm sorry, but the new guy that played Venom I mean, he played Venom very well. And Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds has been playing, he's been playing Deadpool to the spot on ever since Wade Wilson came into the, ever since Wade Wilson has come into the, you know, into the live action, you know, screen, he's been playing Deadpool and Wade Wilson perfect. And I think that is great. But see, what they want to do with comics and what they want to do with books is they want to put a... They, they want to put a version of a female in the character. So you know what? Let them do it. See what happens. I think female characters need to come out. You know, like, I think they need to have more female characters. I think they need to put them in movies and they need to put them in books. But you know what? It's not the, it's not the breasts and the boob kind of thing. Just put the character in the, in the mix and see if it doesn't have a fan base. See if it doesn't take off. I mean, the one thing is, is that, you know, guys sit there and they go, oh God, we don't want girl Ninja Turtles. Well, you know what? It's gonna happen one day. It's gonna happen one day and when it does happen, it'll turn out to be the greatest thing in the world because then you'll get more people to follow it. It'll make more money for the studio. It'll make more money for the organization, for the Ninja Turtles and It'll make it so that they have more to look forward to. So that they have more characters. Like, you know, imagine having eight Ninja Turtles. I mean, Leonardo has his, you know, has a girl turtle. And, and Raphael has a girl turtle, of, you know, that they can help fight each other. But they have eight people, so they have more of a team. But, you know, you can't just go ahead and get mad at 
the fact that they tried to put a girl character into something because they had to do it. Because the thing is, is that girl characters can can help out, can <coughs> excuse me, can help out, um, can help out with the show or with the thing because it gets a different following, it gets a different audience into the show. So I don't think there's anything wrong with. I don't think there's anything wrong with female characters in the show, and I don't think there is anything wrong with making a character female, because the thing is, is that, you know what, it'll eventually happen sometime in the world, and we can't really just get butthurt about it, we have to just see how it goes, because they're trying to get new audiences, they're trying to get more and more people into comic books, and trying to get them to, you know, follow them, because... They don't want the indies, they don't want the industry to be going, you know, upwards. Or they don't want it to end, is what I'm trying to say. But see, I think that's a pretty cool thing. But comic books have changed over the years. And I'm actually I'm actually kind of glad that comic books are still going very far. You know? I always thought the comic books were never going to take off, and I felt really bad one day when I said the comic books were a waste of time. Um, I mean, I had my grandma, my grandma Marge, got me into comic books. I actually had the, uh, I actually had the Hulk number one comic book, which I know is a lot of money, and uh, I got it because my grandma found it at a garage sale. She found it at a garage sale somewhere. She had number one of that. She had number one of uh, Captain America, and she had number one of Thor. But then I had an ex-girlfriend a long time ago who found my comic books, and she said that these are just dreams, and they make me, they make me, um, they make me become like you know a dreamer. And she started all my comics on fire. So. She burned all my comic books. She burned all my Ninja Turtle comic books, all my Ninja Turtle baseball cards. She burned all my stuff. And, you know, once she did that, I pretty much damn near almost killed her, but I just told her to get her ass out of my face, and I told her to pretty much F off, is what I told her. Um, And I wasn't too happy about it. So... You know, I I said to her that, you know, she was pretty stupid for what she did. And she was pretty dumb for burning up my comic books because someday they would have been something. And yes, when I saw the price, how much number one Incredible Hulk was, I was pretty much devastated. But the thing is, is that, you know, I also read my comic books. So I read them. And I never kept them in a sleeve. I read them. I read my comic books because I liked reading. I liked looking at comic books. I liked following the stories. I mean, yes, I go to bed at night and I have dreams all night long. And that's how I've been writing my... Or that's how I've been, you know, writing or doing my audio books is from the dreams that I have. But comic books are always going to be around. I think comic books are... I hope that comic books never, ever... I hope they never, ever die out. And I hope they keep on going. And I hope companies like Marvel and DC and 
Top Cow and IDW and and Mirage Comics and all the people that make the Ninja Turtles, you know, the Ninja Turtle comics. Um, I hope that anybody who makes a comic book, even if you're just an up-and-coming artist and you want to make a comic book, like, see, I have comic books that I have in my head, but I can't draw, but I have stories about these characters. I found, I found the pictures, and then I photoshopped them, is what I did. Um, so, yes, that's what I did. I photoshopped my artwork, and, and I know that that's bad, and I know that that's, I know that that's the wrong way to do it, but I don't have a person that can draw for me, because I've never, I've never wanted to be an artist. I've just always wanted to tell these stories that are in my head. So, the thing is, is that, yes, you will hear more about my different stories if you want, listen to my different podcasts, um... I have them on different things because they're they're all different categories um but you know i i have my podcast and i have them because that's where my stories go to um but comic books i hope take off i hope they go so far that they don't ever die out because if comic books ever die out the world is just going to not have anything to read that'll be you know that'll be you know flashy and fun to read um but i mean yeah people can go back to reading like you know modified magazine or super street or or car magazines or something like that but comic books are comic books i love comic books i wish that they would come out with somebody narrating them and make them audio but that would be kind of cool too but then they could also make them cartoons and make them live action if they want to. But <clears throat> that's that's what I think they need to do. Um, and yes, I love people who have comic book stores. If you have a comic book store and you end up going very far in your life and you end up you know, doing something to where the comic book store makes a ton of money, you know, just enjoy it every day that you possibly can. And just look back on all the things that you've done with comic books. Because comic books, you know, they actually are a great kind of... They're actually a great kind of book or a magazine. So, oh yeah, and always go to your local Comic-Con. If you if, if a Comic-Con comes up, go to it. See what's going on. If you don't quite understand it, it's really easy to figure out. Because there'll be people dressed up as your favorite comic book hero and they'll be you know they'll be there you know it's for you to take pictures with you know they'll dress up as like sailor moon some of them will dress up as sailor moon some of them will dress up as pokemon i mean bart simpson i mean you know the ninja turtles power rangers even comic books that aren't even popular but people will dress up as it because that's what Comic-Con is all about. It's about going there and reading and learning and understanding comic books. Like even The Walking Dead. That's a comic book. That's from Robert Kirkman. You know, that is... And Scott Gimple. Or Scott Gimple. Those guys, you know, Robert Kirkman, he, he's the one that created, you know, The Walking Dead, which started out as a comic. And now it's a live-action TV show, 
which people follow the hell out of it. I mean, it's it's a great comic. It's a great comic book, and it turned out to be a great story, and it still is. But everything has started out as a book, as a comic book, is now turned into a live-action movie, which basically it's just saying... <laughs> It's just telling me, Jack, you know, you just got done saying that I wish more and more comic books would become live action, but now they are, actually, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> so, maybe I'm contradicting myself, I don't really know, but the thing is, is that the world we live in is full of comics that are turning into live action movies. I mean, remember the video game Contra? Wouldn't that be cool as a comic book? Or as a or as a live action movie, I mean, you know, I don't know who they who they would have to play the characters, but I think that'd be kind of cool to see Contra, you know, or to see like to see like um, the the movie like Double Dragon. Well, they probably made Double Dragon, but you know, they probably made somebody you know mess it up or something. I can't remember how it went. Um, Dragon Ball Z. I think they made that into a live-action movie, but I think it flopped because a lot of people didn't give it a chance. They just were like, oh, a Dragon Ball Z movie came out. Big deal. You know, which is not cool. I mean, if, if you want the stuff to keep on going far in life, you have to support it. Whether or not it's great or not, you just have to give it a chance. That's what I've always been told. Give something a chance and go from there. So... Give something a chance and go from there. That's what I've been told, and that's what people need to start doing is giving things a chance because if they don't give it a chance, before you know it, it'll be gone. So, so that's what I say to that, you know. But I'll tell you right now, the I'm glad that the comic book industry is actually is actually doing some really good live action stuff, and I'm really proud of that <clears throat> but anyway I'm gonna I'm going to uh, start my comic book collection again by probably looking for the Ninja Turtle comics um, maybe reading the Hulk comics again um, maybe going into the Avengers maybe finding Thor you know trying to find some comics and just read them or just go into ones that I like. Um, but I, t I say this, support your local comics. I mean, you know, or support your comics. Just, you know, find a comic book, sit down and read it. Start from number one or just start reading the comics. And eventually, you'll get into the series and you'll be like, oh, I got to find these books. And I got to find these books. And I got to find these ones. And I got to do it. And I got to do it. And I got to do it. And then go from there. And once you find all these comics, there's not going to be anybody who's ever going to tell you that you shouldn't read them. Because you know what? Comic books, if you want them to become a fan, if, they, if you want them as a fantasy, then that's your choice. If you want to, if you want to get into the story because it goes into your mind, well then go into the story. Go into the story and read the story and get into it. Get hooked. And that's what will be so good. It'll be so good that you won't think of anything else. But you'll also... <coughs> excuse me. You'll also be able to just take the story and go with it and run with it. 
and and that's what it is because you want to know something most live action movies are actually comic books to begin with they're called storyboards and um, they go from there I'm gonna pause here for a second and then I'll come back and uh, we'll finish off this podcast thanks again so I'm back here now and uh, I will just tell you I'm on the topic here of comic books and how they're taking off for how they're taking off into live action movies basically the whole podcast today is about comics and how I think that companies you know we don't need <laughs> we don't need different comic book companies because they all make the same great books and they make the same great things for us to read and they when they become a live action movie we all sit there and we debate who's better DC or Marvel or this that and the other but basically <laughs> they're all just a book they're all just a book with words and bubbles in the top that have words filled inside of them to make you feel warm and toasty inside because it's action, it's adventure, it's love, romance, it's got its own sides, you know, pretty much everything. But comic books, like, comic books have been around and given us, you know, they've, they've given us dreams. Mm-hmm. They've given us dreams. They've given us adventures. They've led us. They've led us to believe that someday we could make our own comic book if we wanted to. And um, we've gone from there pretty much. And um, you know, and everything is always like things have always started out as a like live action movies for God's sakes. You know, they've always started out as a storyboard, which is basically a big comic book. And a storyboard has its has its meanings and and has its things because like if you ever watch the behind the scenes of Fast and the Furious, it shows a cartoon copy or it shows a cartoon of Vin Diesel and Paul Walker talking, and then that's how they do their scene. And then they do the scene. They do the live-action version of the scene. And then they go from there. So they do all the different, you know, scenes as little as little, as little cuts or little comic shots. And then that's how they do the... That's how they piece the movie together. It takes a lot to actually make a, a movie, as I bet it does. I mean, I've never really made a movie. I've never really uh, done anything. But my, I have a friend of mine. His name's Laurent. And he's going to animation school. And um, he does things where he takes different cuts and puts them all together and then makes the animation work and go from there. So I give him props. I, you know, he's, he's doing a lot of animation work and he's doing really good things. So he's going from there. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, he's doing animation. And animation is very great. I love animation. Um, and if it wasn't for Jim Henson Studios, we would never have the Ninja Turtles. Um, <laughs> yes, I threw that in there. Jim Henson was the one that actually he created he created the live-action Ninja Turtle movie that was actually based off the comic book that Kevin Eastman made, and went from there. So 
you know, that's how the Ninja Turtles were thought of. But everything has been a comic book once and now has turned into live action and turned into this, that, and the other. So if it if you love comics, I tell you to go out and read comics. I tell you to, to dream about comics. I tell you if you have an idea for a comic, go out and make it. Don't sit back and just let your dreams not become a reality. Comic books will always be around. They'll be for the people who have a big heart that want to read something but don't want to put a big, thick, you know, book in their hand. They want to just take the time and read it and get to know the story. I mean, most comic books are only like, you know, 40 pages long, but they're good, wholesome artwork. Stan Lee, yep, like I said, you you created Spider-Man and you created most comics that we now read today. You know, Jack Kirby. I mean, if it wasn't for Jack Kirby, we would never have Spider-Man. Um, and The Incredible Hulk. Um, if it wasn't for Matt Groening, we would never have The Simpsons. You know, and if it wasn't ever for um, Mike Judge, we'd never have Beavis and Butthead, or Hank Hill, or Boomhauer, or any of those characters, because that was all comic books. But they turned into live-action cartoons. And Matt Stone and Trey Parker. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have South Park, which is still one of the greatest shows in the entire world. I think it's funny. I mean, everybody... <laughs> Everybody's, you know, watched South Park once in their life. You know, I mean, the show's a little bit vulgar, but the thing is, is that it's actually kind of funny. It's funny vulgar, I think. But anyway, as on that note, I'll tell you right now, this has been Jack Jacksmus Craning, um, creator of Rebel J, Berserker Bear, and Jack Jacksmus, the Berserker Viking. Um, saying, hey, keep on reading comic books and keep on loving them. And hey, if you're ever down in New Jersey and you ever want to go to a great comic book store, go see Kevin Smith and the guys at the store there. And go see Jay and Silent Bob Stash. They'll actually hook you up with some pretty dang good comics. And they'll help you out. Um, the guys that work there, you know, Flanagan. I used to watch them, so I used to know their names, but I don't know. But the James Island Bob's comic book stash, good thing. If you're ever in Virginia and you need to go get a good comic book, go see my friend Donnie Guthrie at the Comic Dojo in Virginia, and he'll hook you up with some good comics. Just remember, keep on reading comics, and they'll keep on making movies. And this has been Jack Jacksmith Craning, talking to you on the Craning Podcast about comic books and you have yourself a beautiful day and I will too. Thanks again and have a nice one.